Welcome to the Leongche Podcast. In today's episode, Sid and I recap our experience at our recent Easter tournament and also explore a little deeper into both the challenges and the benefits of playing sport that we've experienced in our lives. We dive into some of the struggles like getting in a slump, wanting to quit, and the challenge of learning how to enjoy competing in sport. We finish up by sharing the highs of sport, and just why despite some of the struggles, we both play so much of it and love it so much. We're super glad you're here with us, and as always, we hope that this episode can be interesting and beneficial for you. Oh my! Welcome to Leongcha, a podcast that enjoys some figurative tea that may be good for your mind, body, and soul. My name is Sid, and I'm joined by my co-host Elam. And this past weekend, we both just played in the New Zealand Chinese Association Easter Tournament. It really got us thinking about why we enjoy playing sports uh, and also some of the ups and downs that we've experienced playing our respective uh, sporting codes. So before we get into it, make sure you guys follow us on leongchat.podcast for our latest updates and make sure you guys drop us a question for our upcoming Ask Me Anything. So... Let's catch up, Elam. How did your tournament go? Yeah, so my, my tournament went pretty well. So I was just playing uh, in the men's opens uh, basketball competition, I guess. And yeah, um, it was pretty good. There were a lot of Auckland teams this year. I think Auckland entered yeah. like five or six teams. which was... what, Just in the open grade? Yeah, yeah, which is pretty high. Oh my. I, I think five teams. Um, and then I think Wellington had two teams and uh canterbury had two teams and waikato had one team well so it was pretty high it's quite a bit yeah, yeah. I was split up into two pools and played a bunch of pool games from friday to sunday played yeah. the semi-final on sunday afternoon and played the final on monday and went the whole tournament undefeated which was pretty high oh so, gg including the finals um managed to beat out wellington uh in a close game and we also had a close game against them in the pool match so that was those were pretty good all the other matches were kind of blowouts <laughs> <laughs> so you had a pretty chill tournament then except for like two games yeah as a team i would say that yeah yeah i guess i guess so i, I think our team was fairly strong so we had um had some pretty good players and this year like for me, one thing that was different this year is because um, in other Easter tournaments, basically this New Zealand Chinese Association thing, it rotates between yeah. different cities. And huh? when it's different cities, like the team that you send to another city, it's always like way more YOLO. So whenever we played in right. other cities, like, you know, we didn't have trainings. It was like, yeah, let's just get a team together and go down. Oh, really? Whereas, yeah, whereas like when it's in Auckland, you know, they got a coach got a couple of trainings in leading up to it. So then just gave us a bit more opportunity to like gel as a team. Right. Yeah. So that, so that was pretty good. And I think that. Well, that's fuzzy. You'd, you'd you'd almost feel like it'd be the other way around where because you're traveling, like you want to like perform even better. Yeah. I think it's just because like, you're not always going to get your best people going to other cities because. Right. Yeah. True. Not everyone wants to go away for Easter weekend. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, so the commitment. And then asking someone to fly down to, to coach is also a different commitment to just coaching in the city you're in. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that's something yeah, I think. That's pretty. Yeah, Wellington has a pretty good advantage there because I swear for them, they pretty much have had the same team for like the last four years, four or five years. Right. So it doesn't right. really matter where they're playing at, like whether or not they're at home or like flying elsewhere, because they have right. that chemistry that they've built up for yeah. so many years. Yeah. Yeah, and they probably play together down there as well, or like yeah, know yeah. each other in this yeah, in the different league in the same league. Mm. Yeah. How about you? So, so I guess yeah, we managed to take take it out, which I'm actually really happy with because we haven't won like Auckland hasn't won in a couple of years because of those reasons that I just talked about. Right, right, right. So I think last time we won was when it was in Auckland. Oh, that's been a while then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like five years because last year it got postponed. Yeah. Oh my. My tournament went pretty well. It was a it was a little bit more full on because uh, as well as joining in the men's division, we also entered as a team for the mixed division as well. Basically, we topped our both of our pools actually. Ooh. So for the mixed pools, we lost one game, but we won the head to head because we had the we had like we had a weird one of those weird triangle things. Yeah, where the top three teams got were, yeah. had the same like, score. All like three one. Yeah. Um, but because we won the head-to-head and we were ahead in sets one, uh, we got the top there. And then for the men's pools, uh, we just won all of them. Ooh. So we were the clear first seed, which yeah. we were really happy about because if we had to play, um, if we got second in our pool, we potentially yeah. would have gone out at semis. Yeah. So, yeah, it was almost like a do-or-die game where we played the semis against Wellington. Yeah. So that was really clutch because we went down our first set. Actually, I feel like that's the theme for most of our games, um, this tournament. Yeah. <laughs> the first set, we would, I think we'd just be a bit nervous um, or we just wouldn't be like clicking. And then we like bring it back and then like literally just ride a hype train <laughs> all the way to victory. Um, except for the finals where for both of them, I'll just talk about the men's one first. The men's one, uh, we knew we were kind of like underdogs in some ways because the other team was quite a few athletic players. Just the talent but, level um, was like yeah. on, a, on a higher level. Yeah, but we kept it competitive. Uh, it was really close score lines. Like two of the sets were 25-23. Still feels pretty good that we were able to push them. Damn, to the bro, 25-23. So like an upset was just within grasp. It was right there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like, my. You know, if one of if one or two of those coin flips went our way, you know, we might be hearing a different result. Um, and then for the mixed finals, we actually versed our other club team in the finals, so we were like just having fun basically <laughs> at the end. And I think the I guess maybe the most feels thing is that um, Auckland, the Auckland contingent, actually took out all the finals: um, volleyball, women's, men's, and mixed. Oh really? So, oh, so the yeah. so all the teams you were playing in the finals were all other Auckland teams. Yeah, basically. Oh. And funnily enough, it was because all the Waters teams had like beaten all the Wellington teams right. in the semis. Hey, so how and, does that work? So, so for you, like the Wellington teams yeah. come up, you know, and they're and they're called Wellington. Yeah. But then you guys don't have an Auckland team. It's like, I don't know. So, um, the Auckland contingent allowed like Chinese Auckland Chinese clubs to just enter as a club. And right. not having to enter through the Auckland contingent, right. so the Auckland contingent actually had their own teams. Um, so they're all like HCCC, Young Guns, Rusty Cannons, Pink Missiles. Right, right, right. So that's right. like the young, young oldies and the girls. Yeah, yeah. bro, my voice is dying, eh? Like, <laughs> yeah, you can tell. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, um, <clears throat> in terms of energy levels, 
if we sound a bit tired i guess that's because we are because um <laughs> it's like four straight <laughs> days of sport and then a lot of emotional i don't know yeah like outbursts and a lot of adrenaline yeah. being used so now we're kind of like on the down tick and then yeah i'm, too, I'm not gonna lie like today at work it's just like the post weekend and like post you know like playing sport all weekend you know you're all hyped and it's just like all good yeah. feels and then yeah um going back to work it's just like oh my like the contrast was just insane yeah, it was pretty intense yeah, yeah i was just like and my desk was like just really hard to stay awake and i had to like coffee up like multiple times yeah yeah it was just like it was just so boring you know like <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know, like, actually, like sport is so fun and then you go straight into work and it's just oh my yeah it was it was a pretty novel experience because um even though it was in Auckland it did feel like I was I was going away yeah um, not only because the venue was like relatively far away but because but because like I had two days which were or like three days even which were like you know very early morning starts and then would play until nighttime yeah so legit felt like an athlete <laughs> so that was pretty feels like were there any standout moments from this weekend honestly like not really i would say uh i think i mentioned it like in a podcast quite a while ago but when we first brought up like easter tournament and talking about you prepping up yeah. for it and, and i think we can, we can probably touch on this a bit later when we you know we're going to get into you know the things that we the challenges we faced in sports yeah. and also like kind of like the, the the best things we've experienced in sports but one one thing with the team that I played with this weekend is it's a team that is kind of thrown together through, you know, like they do a trials and then they pick their team and then you have a couple of yep. trainings. But a lot of them are, you know, guys that I don't typically play in the same team with. Although there were like a right. few that are my like longtime teammates. Yeah. Because of that, you know, the way I play, I've it's kind of like been tailored over the years to play with right. my team which is sonics and like my right. teammates so right. when i play with kind of people outside of that in like a competitive environment it's it can, yeah. like the whole experience is like it's like a learning curve over the whole weekend you know like right. where because you're trying to adjust to what what this new team sort of needs you to do yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like like what is my best contribution to the team um, right okay like i think i was able to do that over the team but then there's still yep. the feeling that i like wasn't able to play my game if that makes sense right. and right. um which is like which is fine but then it's just always there you know like obviously winning is is the most fun but then after that it's like how you win is also affects how fun it is right 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 that's so, quality yeah yeah so then so then like what, what are some standout moments i don't know i guess like <laughs> just that there were quite a lot of box outs where like because i i was channeling basically a lot of my energy into just doing some of the dirty work and doing like right the physical place so then there were right. a couple of box outs on people where i like i would go hit them hard because i wasn't playing yeah. like no in normal games i play a lot of minutes just because we don't have that many people usually showing up like in our teams like by yeah. design but in a tournament right. team you have 12 players and you're in there five on at once right so then so you just go hard yeah like i like i had a role but then like I, it definitely wasn't as many minutes as i'm like accustomed to so then when i got on i could just go hard right yeah so then i was just boxing some people out and i like i just feel i just remember the feeling of like bodies crumbling like <laughs> 
Like sometimes, like especially when they're not like when people aren't aware, and then you just freaking right. like take them out with like a hard box yeah. out, and then they're just yeah. like you can just feel them like going oh, like their whole body just like- kind of like crumbles. <laughs> It doesn't bother them. So oh that, my goodness. Yeah, I mean that's probably that's probably my that's probably the standout moments. Like they weren't. <laughs> you felt like he dominated them physically. But apart from that, it was. I, I guess it's like I, I talked about it briefly, but I've played in like so many tournaments. Yeah. That, like I don't know. My sense of com- like competitiveness is like it like it, it's it's more and more difficult to call it call like, it forth. <laughs> Get desensitized. Yeah. So then when I get on, I have to like really hype myself up. And then when I get up, I'm just like, oof, like it's tough to get into that that right. mindset. Into the zone. Yeah. You figure it'll almost be like the other way around because you're so experienced. It's like, oh, you can just turn it on with a switch kind of thing. Kind of like LeBron in playoffs. Nah, nah. Well Le- <laughs> LeBron's just a different beast though. Like <laughs> he's just built them. <laughs> yeah, but what about you? What about you? Um What's oh, my one of my highlights? I think being a my like my first major tournament. With this being my first major tournament, playing in like a competitive sport, like there was definitely a lot of highlights. Just just for the fact that it was my first tournament. Mm. Um, but one of them that stands out is um, kind of similar to what you said. Like you like each player needs to fulfill a role. So in this tournament, I was playing outside hitter. Basically, as an outside hitter, you you just need a you need to pass well, you need to hit well, yeah. And hitting well was not one of my strong suits, yeah. And it was a game against Wellington in the semis, and we weren't doing very well. And then at some point, like during that day, I was I was just practicing hitting, and then like it just clicked that night. Oh, and I think it was like one of those moments where like my team was not doing very well, and it kind of. Um, like Harris wasn't doing super, wasn't super hot either. Yeah. And then when I managed to spike it, it landed in their court. I just like popped off. I was just like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on guys. I'm bringing you guys with me. I'm taking you guys. Oh my. I'm taking you guys to the finals. Like, yeah, I, I, mean, I saw, stopped, I saw your, I saw you in the video. You were like, you're like raising your arms and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, I was actually going ballistic. Like there's no more like shouting, and then I was just like, just letting it rip. Like oh my, and like we still because we were so behind on that set, we still lost it. But because we had caught up, like it was good momentum going to the second, and then the second one we just blew them out. Like twenty five fourteen, third set was a little bit close, closer, but just the fact that like, like during the game I could overcome and step onto the occasion, like. That's probably yeah. like gonna be one of the most fun memories Ooh. I'm gonna have. Yeah, that's pretty hot. Yeah, because that because some of your games like I watched your not the semi final but yeah your final. Oh, yeah, our last game. pool game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was to, like determine the first seed or not. Yeah, basically. you guys like let the first you guys let the first set slip even though you guys were up, and then I was like, yeah. oh crap, and then yeah, and then like they the other team had this like one spiker that was just like. Yeah, just felt like he was just spiking it on your whole team, like yeah. spiking it on your head the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> but then like you guys managed to like slowly shut him down and then like win the second and third set. So that was pretty hot. Yeah, so I like so that was another one. Like that wasn't a stand up moment, but those are one of the games that actually felt like it built up to that moment for me and against Wellington. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, because because that that finals pool game like it was 
putting on a lot of pressure, but we overcame it. Yeah. And then against Wellington again, I felt like it building up and then managing to break through. I was just like, oh, let's go. All right, but I guess, yeah, so that's, <laughs> so that's our Easter tournament recap a little bit. Pretty happy with our results. And yep. yeah, honestly, like that's, that's, that's pretty legit. Um, so yeah, we thought we'd, we'd just talk about, you know, sport since we just played so much of it. And, you know, talk a little bit about how we got into different sports growing up um, and also just some of the biggest challenges we faced and some of the best things that we've experienced through sport as well on this podcast. So hopefully some of you guys that maybe haven't played as much sport in your life can kind of get a little taste of it and um, just get a little bit more insight, maybe a little bit of inspiration to go and Mm. pursue uh, some sort of sporting endeavor that maybe uh, you haven't tried before. So, yeah, yeah, Sid, how did you, you know, what was your first sport that you ever played? And what was that like for you growing up? Well, growing up, I always played quite a few different sports, but the one that I stuck with mainly was table tennis. Because my dad played table tennis. Yeah. And he bought a table so that we could play in the garage together. Oh, so we started playing when we were quite little. And then in high school, we're there was table tennis. That's when I started playing for school. Yeah. And I basically played from year nine to year 11. And yep. every Friday would go to St. Kent's and play against other schools and yeah, just hang and just hang out. And it was a lot of fun. Um, but in year 12, I decided to drop it. Um, mainly because like after three years, I was just kind of done. Right. Um, and just wanted to try something else except right. It was and, more like I just I just started gaming <laughs> more. And you weren't and you weren't really chasing, you know, to be like the best table tennis player in the school or anything like that. Nah, right? like I was pretty content just going to St. Kent's on Friday because I know, right. like, long story short, if you were in grades A and B, you'd go to Gillies Ave and play right. against like the real good the other, teams, the other A's and B's. Yeah, whereas at St. Kent's, you'd only play against C, D, and E. So right. I was pretty happy just being in C, like, you know. Just you could play against other sea people like you could, you could just be the big fish in the small pond i mean i don't i don't even think we did like super well like we went super competitive right like we went we went grinding like table tennis at home or anything even though we had a table like it'd just right. be oh yeah training on tuesdays and then game on friday and that right, was right, it right oh yeah yeah what about you yeah i guess a shout out to soccer that was low-key my first sport in primary oh. because for some, like that was like i don't know that's just what people like playing like my classmates and like yeah at lunchtime and all that so i think my dad got real hype because he thought i was like real into soccer um, right but then yeah that was just a i was actually always really bad because i remember like i used to just toe hack it and i didn't quite understand how to kick it properly and i could never kick right. the ball hard and it was just like it just always felt just didn't ever feel coordinated for me Right. Um, and then the first ever sport I remember like feeling a sweat bead run down my forehead. And this is yeah. like a vivid memory. So then this is one of those memories Damn, that sweat bead. like All a right, lifelong memory. I was playing badminton. So then I used to go to badminton, oh. badminton classes when I was like super like maybe like, oh, I don't even know how old I was. Like, between the ages of like seven to 10. Right. Um, and then I remember my dad was hitting it back and forth with me or like, I yeah. So I even had like a coach, like a trainer. And um and I remember like doing the drills and then like just working up a sweat. And right. I remember like having that sweat bead run down and it was like, oh, like I feel like a, 
athlete. Uh, but then, obviously, you know, my, my, my sport now is basketball. And how yeah. I got introduced to that was my brother used to play with his church friends. And there was this like right. older dude who used to like book out Lord Elsmore and just run these sessions. So because my brother played, like I wanted to play just to, you know, do what yeah. he did and fit in with him and yeah. his friends. So yeah. I would go along to those sessions and I'd always be like the youngest dude. Right. Um, so then I would kind of try to play along there. And my parents um, like, sent, like put me in Howard Rec to go like to be in the basketball classes, right. which was just like on weeknights. So they were like school sessions and like little leagues. And I think that was basically it. And I never played, like I, I didn't play for school in intermediate or anything. I just kind of right. dabbled in it. And then in year nine, I just went to the under 14s trials because like right. a couple of other people on my team in my class played basketball. Right. And then I made that team. And then the rest is just history, I guess. Like once I made that first team at McLean's, then yeah. like I made friends with... Well, I was like friends with the other like, you know, people and then every year. And then from there you want to kind of like be in the like you kind of like in the ranks. And then I just wanted to climb the ranks every climb year. The ranks. So then, yeah. Right. I guess that's that was my sports journey in a nutshell. So did you basically just play basketball as your main sport? Like did you ever play other sports on the side? Like nah. since it was a winter sport? Nah, no, nah, not at all. So I completely. So after primary, I can. I never played soccer again. Uh, I suck. Oh. Well, I sucked at it, and I just didn't really find it that fun. And I didn't really. That didn't really vibe. And badminton. No, nah, I just stopped playing, because. Right. Right. Once I started getting into basketball, then I was just like, yeah, I just want to become the best. I had no, no space in my brain. To think about other sports yeah you're fully committed yeah because basketball is only a winter sport like for the season but then i mean any sport is a year-round sport technically <laughs> yeah <laughs> except maybe cricket no i don't know oh my yeah so i guess you know we've played a bit of sports here and there yeah. um oh bro you know one thing you didn't mention is you also did you also did oh one thing and i didn't mention I guess of other sports, I, I guess I ran track. If you want to count that as a sport, it is a sport. Like Wait, did country, you? The country and track. Yeah. Like 1500 is still considered track. Oh, okay. So I just did that. Wait, what do you mean? Like, what, did you have training and stuff for that? No, you just go represent the school. Oh, you, oh, you okay, just do okay. well in yeah, athletics yeah, yeah. day and then you just go to inter-school. Yeah, and then you just go get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because that was just all the willpower. Just wanting to, yeah. willing to keep running. Anyway, yeah, because you didn't mention your freestyling. Oh. Do you consider I mean, that a sport? No, not really. Oh. That's more like it's more it's more like performance, isn't it? Yeah, for those of you guys that don't know, freestyling is like yeah. when you have like a soccer ball and then you juggle it and then you do tricks with it. Yeah. 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 So then I remember being so I hyped mean, when like 16-year-old Sydney or 17-year-old Sydney was just like, yeah, I think I'm top 30 or top 50 in New Zealand. Or top 20 even. You said something and I was just nah. like, oh, I was just like, like, oh my. Like top five? Top five. Oh my. <laughs> well, there's like not there's not many people doing it in New Zealand. Yeah, man, I guess so. Yeah. There's... <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, you, you want to hear a hype stat then? Okay. Wait, what's a hype stat? Oh no, that sounds lame now. Just say it. I, I played in the best team for te- Team Fortress 2 at one point. In New Zealand. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but then then, it's like guys, not that relevant. It's like if you guys want to hear more about this, go listen to our esports versus sports. <laughs> oh crap! Yeah. My voice is dying, man. I legit shouted way too much. <laughs> you should, huh? I'm not I'm just gonna say my teammate. Like she literally lost her voice. She's like, I was like, we're playing mixed finals. And I'm like, yo, Amy, let's go. Like just getting her hype, and then Amy is like, let's let's go. Oh my! Like that was her voice. Like it's just like, gone. <laughs> I'm surprised like all of your teammates' voices were more gone. Eh? The amount of shouting you guys do oh. in volleyball is like pretty ridiculous. I mean, it's just our team, actually. Yeah, but um, anyway, because we played a bit of sport. Yeah. Like, and I think, you know, we, we would have experienced the ups and downs that come with it. So maybe we yeah. can just talk about, you know, the downs a little bit and then the ups so that, yeah, like I said, for our listeners, just to give them that insight. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me is feeling like you're the main character of your of a film or a movie right so say if you're really competitive and you want to be the best yeah you almost feel like you deserve to win or feeling like you should be winning more so for table tennis i didn't feel like this because i wasn't trying to be the best i'm not trying to be you know i'm just playing it for fun so i didn't really struggle um with this for table tennis but for like volleyball at the moment because i want to you know, play of the best. I, I want to say I want to be the best, but I want to be... Like, you want to be the best that you can be. Yeah, basically. And, but then if if my expectations aren't properly adjusted, then I just let myself down because mm. if I'm not realistic with my experiences and the time I'm putting in and I'm expecting success when I shouldn't be, then I'm just building myself up for failure. <laughs> Well, you know, when you said like your point of um, like thinking you're the main character, it just made me think of yeah. this. Uh, there's this YouTube channel called RDC World. And it's basically yeah. these like black dudes who do like skits and they're pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then another one you're talking about. Yeah, they have a bunch of videos where it's just like when you realize you're just a side character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, it's like the internal thoughts of like an anime character when they realize that they're actually not the main character. They're not the main character. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Hey Bushido, hold this. I'll take him on. He's like, what? <laughs> why, why am I holding on to it? I should be facing him. And then it's just like, what the, like, 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 where's this power up coming from? Why can't I get this power yeah. up? This is a... <laughs> he's got, he's got a demon yeah. inside him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. So I think yeah, realizing I mean, that, one, yeah, because in, in in a sports team, especially in a team sport or, or even in any sport, you know, in real yeah. life there are no main characters. So then people yeah. realistically people are going to get knocked out and there's only going to be a handful of winners yeah exactly i think this was a quite a tough pill to swallow mainly because i had built up confidence in myself through gymming yeah. and like i've translated a lot of that success into other areas of my life um like just in terms of confidence and like if i put in the hard work then put in the consistency put, like be disciplined mm. like, i can i can get there yeah but then for trickier things and more technical things like jump yeah. training or sports yeah it's not necessarily the same like it's it's like um like perfect practice makes perfect rather than just practice makes perfect which is kind of especially like, especially with like you know team sports it's not a matter of just like you putting in work sometimes like you do have to have yeah. like years of playing like experiencing that sport in the full yeah. context to actually 
gain that kind of experience that you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Which, is, which can be pretty tough. And I think it also kind of clashes as well with like your environment will never be perfect. Like you're not going to have the perfect team surrounding you either. Mm. Um, and, and and that's just how it is, you know, like mm. unless, and I think that because of that reality, it's really hard to reconcile that if you really want to win. Yeah. Because then I'm, I'm sure there's probably like some cases for you, like there's maybe like a perfect super team that you could form and you guys could win a lot of things. But then like, would you still enjoy it as much as if you're playing with the current team right now as well? Yeah. Well, I guess that kind of links, that links to a struggle that I've had over the years, which is, yeah, it's actually quite a skill. I feel like to, to know how to have fun while playing sport, a sport, to be honest, it's like a nicely packaged game, right? Like, you know, there's just, it's just a game. That's what you say. Like every sport is just just a game. Yeah. It's just equipment it's rules. It's like, you know, a court or a field or whatever. And then you play a game on it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And games are supposed to be fun. Like, I'm pretty sure that's why any sport was invented in the first place is yeah. like to enjoy it. Like recreational. Yeah. 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 Actually, but, um, huh? That, that actually reminds me because, um, I think during the high pressure games. Yeah. Um, basically, I think it was probably just to calm myself, but I was just trying to reassure my teammates like, don't, don't feel overburdened because it's like, like our tournament stakes are on the line. Yeah. Um, because we're just playing our favorite sport, so like let's just have fun, kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like go hard, but have fun. Yeah, hundred percent. I think I said it like way too much. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, yeah, but that's a really good point because there's a lot of things about because sport happens in competitive context. Yeah. Um, that adds in so many dynamics, especially in team sports, and you have the interpersonal dynamics. Um, yeah. That can really make it. It can you know make it hard to have fun, as silly as that yeah. sounds. I would say that 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 probably encapsulates like so many things for me over the years. Right. You know, when I was a kid trying to play with my brother's friends, it wasn't really always fun because I just wanted to prove myself and I didn't want right. to be a burden. So then I would be trying right. to figure out how not to do that. Right. And then um and then if people didn't take me seriously, I'd get like pissed off at them. Right. As like a little kid. So then right. And then as I got older like I remember, yeah, like I just wanted to like compete and, and win and like earn my place and kind of mm-hmm. like what I talked mm-hmm. about before, like climb the rankings and like prove that I was mm-hmm. worth being on the court. Cause then my mindset is just like, if I'm on a team, I don't want to be sitting yeah. on the bench. Like I want to be right. on the court helping my team. And yeah. if I'm not helping my team win, like if I'm going to sit on the bench, why am I even on the team kind of thing? Right, right. Um, so there must be then, something like some niche or something that you can that you do better than another teammate of yours that, that makes you deserve to be on the court at some yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, yeah, but then you know that that whole dynamic can become almost too serious. Am I am I having fun when I'm out there on the court? And even like the thought of like the pressure of hang on, okay, so I want to be good enough to be on the court to to help to, to compete but then yeah. if i'm not actually as good as someone else then if i'm on the court i'm just hurting my team and someone right. else should be on instead of me and there's constantly yeah. that pressure and like even right now after all these years there's that pressure and i've always kind right, of like right. like for me personally it's just like if i don't feel like i'm helping my team by being on the court i won't sub myself on like i wouldn't want to play like if i'm here to just right. exercise i can exercise 
in heaps of other ways. Like I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't come and play a competitive team sport to exercise. So I think that's like, yeah, that's for sure a struggle because, especially as I get older and I've kind of competed for so many years, yeah, it's kind of like winning is fun, but then winning gets harder and harder as teams get better and like as I get older, I'm sure winning is going to right. get harder and harder. Um, right. And then winning is not always like competing is fun, but then at the same time sometimes like you know just like pick it's up basketball end all that. yeah just like playing playing like casual pickup basketball and just being able to yeah. enjoy the sport for what it is is even more fun yeah. so yeah. i think sometimes like that whole like just mixing up the competitive elements with the sport like with actually enjoying the sport has yeah. been quite a challenge so yeah. i don't know yeah i just kind of mumbled like uh, rambled i kind of rambled on a like <laughs> do you kind nah, of get what i say i no i i think i know what you mean because um, I feel like I can relate so much more now. Now that I've been through a major tournament and I've like gone through some of the emotions, I think at one point, like because uh, we were feeling the pressure, competitive, like being competitive in a game is just it's just stressful in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it really does like suck, like the enjoyment of the game a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I think I think I think at one point I had a thought where I was like, man, I just wish I could just play this socially and not not feel like i need to be put in these high pressure situations to enjoy the game yeah 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 but 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 it's it's tough though because on the flip side um and i guess i'll just segue this quickly but before we forget because you know (laughs) a funny thing is i noticed that like i'll say this a lot in our podcast i'll be like oh yeah i have a thought and i'll come back to it but then sometimes we just never come back to it (laughs) yeah is um but it is those high pressure games and those high like high stake environments that also produce like the most euphoric moments in sport yeah like for me yeah definitely it's like a double-edged sword because like (laughs) i poured in all this more like emotional energy and like i'm like so invested in it it's like kind of tiring kind of stressful but then that can like all explode and like almost in like a in euphoria when you when something goes well or like yeah, when you exactly. when you make a big play or something, yeah, yeah. So so I say that that's like definitely one of the the positives of sport that yeah. I've experienced. Like yeah. I I don't I can't think of any other activity that would give me the same feeling or the same experience in yeah. life. You know, it's like yeah, like you're putting your will against someone else. Like it's like physical, and when you come out on top, or like when you like make a winning play, or when you outmaneuver someone, and then yeah like that feeling is it's kind of hard to describe and it's not really comparable to anything else <laughs> yeah it's like watch it like when you watch the highlights on nba like on on youtube you know the buzzer beaters and all that sort of stuff yeah and and the you know the all-star clutches the win for their team yeah like their their emotions there just can't even describe begin to describe how they yeah but yeah at, bro and then it's like and then it brings me to like another downside <laughs> which which is like it kind of like brings out a side of me which I'm not even sure that I, I like all that much. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Because you go like like all in. Well, like, well, like, yeah, just like, like the feeling of, um, to be honest, in the last eight years or so, after I, I've been like picking up injuries, I'm not really like right. as aggressive as I used to be when I was younger. Right. But when I was younger right. and like just used to just go all out and throw my body around. Um, yeah. One of the best feelings... Or I guess the most intense feelings ever used to be like when I used to get like a mean block on someone. Right. 
So someone's shooting or going for a layup or trying to do something and then you just time it or you get up and you just block that Stop ball. Them. You just completely yeah. swat them or like you yeah. whack it back into them or like, and then like that just feels so good. But at the same time, <laughs> you know, like you kind of do it and then you feel like you've dominated them. And then you almost like want to like yell in their face. Like you almost want to be like, so, so a real common thing that um, after you get a block is like, people will be like, get that weak ish out of there. Or like, you know, you kind of, right. Like, right, like, right. like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. You basically want to say you something walk like over that. Them. You walk yeah. over their body. Yeah. 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 Or, or like, <laughs> and it still comes out, you know, even this weekend, I don't do stuff like that anymore, but you know, if right. someone tries to post me up, which is, you know, they, they, they think I'm a small dude and then they try to like, right. um, kind of get the ball inside and try to score me and then when right. i like defend them or outmaneuver them or like right. block them or kind of just i'll be like i'll kind of like look at them like like who the heck like who the heck is this like trying to do this to me you know like right <laughs> like kind of brings out that real like um like primal way yeah or, or like that oh it's it's almost like real prideful part of me right like, okay. like i'm not even i'm not sure i like but then he has like that side of I me has to come out mean. to compete. Um, and then yeah. like when I'm playing socially, I don't need to act like that. Like things are just like, it's nice and chill and enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. But then. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've, I think it's very interesting. Cause then like in volleyball, it's like, it's basically like moments like that, like all the time. But I think because you express it towards your teammates, like guys, I just did like a huge block or I just smacked it on them. Like, right it doesn't feel like um <laughs> as like, like antagonistic i guess yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, your teammates are like just celebrating for you yeah uh, well with you yeah and i'm sure that's like how if i could and maybe i still will in the future like if you ever dunked on someone like hard right like that would be yeah. i reckon that would be like the pinnacle of that feeling right like someone tries to come block you and then you like dunk it yeah. on them that would be like the pinnacle yeah. of that feeling which i've yet to right. experience <laughs> i just remember the one where where shack like dunks it and then and he basically lands on the dude and then he pushes him down oh yeah yeah back in the rougher days back in the rougher days and the guy like threw a ball threw the ball back at him anyways yeah what about yeah, you what's think, another struggle that you've had uh, yeah i think while we're teasing out this euphoria aspect as well yeah um you know when you deliver you have that high high yeah when you don't deliver Mm. um then you definitely feel like pretty crap and i definitely oh, yeah. felt that and and Shirley can attest to this where you know i just asked Shirley, like man like what's the meaning of life oh my um <laughs> and it's not just for sport it's just anything that like i'm putting a lot of time in yeah um and like i'm investing a lot of time but i'm not quite getting the, the feedback that i'm looking for mm um then i'm like man what what, what am i doing yeah. uh like why am i investing so much time into this if i'm not jumping higher why am i investing so much time into this if you know people aren't enjoying it like um like it makes me really question what i'm doing and like when i'm doing it the right way um because you know when we have talked about in the past on the road to success you got to work smart as well mm. so if i'm not getting the feedback it's like oh am i not working the correct way Mm. and then it just kind of like, sends me into what am i doing yeah yeah it kind of just sends me down like a spiral where yeah where i'm just like not too happy even though like i'm still playing like this like so say if we go bring it back to volleyball it's like yeah i'm still playing the sport um 
you know, so I should be enjoying it. But then when you're working on stuff, you got to take that step back to move two steps forward kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, you got to enjoy that process. Otherwise you're always feeling like, like, oh crap, I'm not actually that great. Oh, I was like, oh, I feel really good. Oh no, 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 I don't feel that great anymore. Yeah. That's, that's definitely hard. So like, have you had many moments like that? Cause I mean, since you're like picked up basketball and you're like worked on so many different parts of your game, Mm. you've always does it always feel like you're always on the upward trajectory or do you feel like you've gone back sometimes as well well i guess for me it comes back to i definitely have had heaps of these moments and i've had yeah kind of like thoughts over the years where i've come close to like quitting basketball uh, or at least quitting competitively because right i think there's something i grapple with constantly which is how do i i want to be the best basketball player i can be and also play the game in a way that i enjoy the most Right. Um, but making sure that's aligned with how the team either needs me to play or I'm best suited to play for the team. Right. Has always like, and then there's been years where like, I feel like I get it right. And then the chemistry is all right. there. And then there's years right. where it feels like it doesn't really quite gel. And then yeah. those times that'll make me think, oh, like, what am I even doing? Like, is it enjoyable? Kind yeah. Of and then you mix in with that, the desire to win. Mm. and it's really like so so there's all these factors right like in a team sport or like basketball specifically there's like how i enjoy playing and then mm. a lot of cop-out answers is just like yeah i just want to help my team win right yeah but then that's not the, the end or be all because then say if mm. i'm not say i join like a really good team yeah and i'm not good enough to play on the court yeah and i'm yeah. like yeah i'm happy i just want to help my team win and i just sit on the bench yeah. all game yeah. And I'm not actually enjoying I'm not actually enjoying the game because I'm not playing, right? Like Yeah, you're not playing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so then I don't just want to do what it takes for the team to win. If you know what I'm, if yeah. you catch my meaning, like, I still want to play and yeah, like, yeah. contribute. So that's how I enjoy kind of playing, how I can help the team win, and also mm-hmm. like like how my style fits with almost it's pretty crap. my brain's like kind of fried and like how that fits with the team. So so <laughs> right. so I guess to put it in concrete terms, um when I was in high school, I remember my coach yeah. discouraging me to drive and right. discouraging me to like go like do inside play like close to the hoop because he was like, right. oh, like, you know, you're just a small dude and you can right. shoot, like you can shoot pretty well. So why not focus just on shooting? And like perimeter shooting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I was kind of regulated to a role and for that team, it was fine. Like I could help out and I could just hustle on defense and just shoot my open shots. But then right. in my mind, like I was never satisfied with that role. Right. So then there's a part of me that could have been like, oh yeah, like that's who I am as a basketball player. Right. And I should just specialize in that. But then there's another side of me that was just like, I'm not satisfied with that. Like I want to, I right. think I can do more. I believe I can do more. And I like right. want to do more. And I think me doing more will help the team win. Right. But then in some cases it would help the team. In some cases it wouldn't, depending right. on the team. So then I guess as I went along, there were some moments where I've always thought of myself as like a scorer, like a person who scores the ball. But then if I'm in a team with other scorers, then I'll be like, Oh, am I even needed on this team? Right. So then, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if that's like similar to what you're thinking, but then there'll be a lot of games I'll finish and then we'll win. And I'll go home and be like, Oh, like, don't even know. Like that wasn't that. Like you, you just didn't feel like you played the game like how you wanted to play it basically yeah yeah and straight up it's taken me like 10 years maybe eight years 
to kind of build mm-hmm. up like playing with the same people in like two yeah. or three leagues a week yeah to kind of build up that and then it kind of took different people leaving the team and joining the team for me to kind of like really find my role within right. like within my team right that i felt like helped my team win and kind of brought the most out of my personal game as well yeah and i think that was like a really enjoyable ride for me for like yeah probably between the years of like 2017 to like 2020 yeah yeah nice so pretty feels that you managed to get there yeah you feel like a main character huh <laughs> you feel like a main character <laughs> well yeah throw back to uh yeah the eba finals 2019 not gonna lie oh felt like the main character there <laughs> oh bring out the highlight reel <laughs> because there was one made wasn't it huh was it what's that was there one made for you there was there was because then i got like finals because oh. i got finals mvp for that oh because um oh, he's trying to be humble about it guys <laughs> no, it's he's touching it's, his head <laughs> it's because my it's because my point guard like my point guard who i always played with mm-hmm. um and i kind of like shaped my whole game to play off ball around him right he was like he couldn't make the final and it was the game three like the deciding game oh my so then when he's not i couldn't even make it uh it i think no nah, i think it was basically he had booked a holiday already but then like the game schedule got shuffled around and it got delayed oh yeah um oh, that's so a then tough one. i don't know so, what to do so then the ball okay, handling yeah. so basically like the ball just came to me and then right like almost within the rules of the team i just was facilitating everything like right it felt like i had to play super well if i had to play if i play super well then our team had a chance and then if i right, did right. It, then it was, was going to be tough right and then i had like the best game of my life and then we won it was just like oh my let's go oh my let's go <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's pretty feels yeah so 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 i guess relating to that like i can think of so many moments like that throughout my life right like playing yeah. basketball like one another another moment i remember was when i was 17 it was so long ago mm-hmm. but we were like the underdogs playing in church league so i was like with right. um some of the young guys and we were playing the older kind of church team and they were like right a really strong team that was either the first or second seed right and we were like seventh or eighth so we were like the underdogs mm-hmm. but i was like right up in, like i was in that mindset where i felt like i could guide anyone and i could score right. on anyone back then i was just like right. yo let's go and then so i like yeah. picked up their best player like the whole game and was just like denying right. him like chasing after him hard out and then yeah that was another like honestly it was just it's like it and i scored like 13 points in like the last like five minutes or so to kind of right. like seal the game yeah and like just hitting like clutch threes oh my and that was just like that's another like big ass <laughs> you're just like, yourself up <laughs> <laughs> nice but that's the thing though like yeah that's what i mean these these like high pressure moments were like are the ones that i just like made all these memories yeah i <laughs> mean I just, that's definitely one of the well it's one of the biggest positives right like you create these memories that like are gonna last you a lifetime yeah you know and they're so unique and so personal as well like for some other person like it from that game it would have been something completely different mm. if that was one of the highlights as well 100 um, and, and i think and i think it's all like personal right like i know i'm kind of I, I think because i've been playing the sport for so long and yeah i've been kind of like trying so hard for so long yeah. that 
my standards, I guess, of what I should be doing is like a like creeping up. Yeah, it's like creeping up and up. But yeah. then for someone else, or like for like to use myself as an example, like I just started playing tennis recently with Joe. Yeah, I've been talking yeah. about that a bit. So now, like you know, my standard of what like a really good tennis game is is completely yeah. different. So like the level of play is so much lower. But I was playing yeah. tennis this weekend while like the, the tournament was on. Yeah. And um and then shout out to Tony. Uh, we played like a one on one, and then it was freaking intense. Like two sets, we yeah. went to juice for like five six times. Yeah. And then I managed to eke out like a close win of six four, even though yeah. Tony's like definitely more skilled than me. But I think his ankle was still a bit bummed. <laughs> You're taking then, advantage of it. <laughs> and then like when I won that game, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I feel like I enjoyed that win, and that win was more meaningful meaningful to me than like winning the easter tournament oh even, even though that it was just like a casual even though the stakes were so much lower yeah there were no stakes it was just a casual game yeah. between me because yeah. like it's, i'm just like it's just like a whole different thing yeah 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 like that was a memorable a very memorable game for me probably like mm. my, my most favorite tennis match to date oh hi yeah <laughs> just remember the wins yeah the, i'm not talking about all the losses that i suffered <laughs> <laughs> before that i mean the losses like i mean we're not because we're talking about so many positives like those losses aren't even like that bad to be honest because like there's such like a good growing experience as well because like there's going to be so many times in your life where things don't go your way and it's like mm. that main character syndrome again mm. and it doesn't go your way but it's like how you keep moving forward um and like how you learn from that experience is like how it shapes you yeah because one of the things that we had going for us was like, like for this tournament was like, I feel like our mental game was like pretty strong. I mean, I just keep using Wellington as an example. Um, I felt like when we started shifting the momentum back to us, it felt like, I feel like we could just physically taste victory like pretty quickly. Oh my. Because we felt like. Taste it. Like, like we were, we were just hype. I mean, to be honest, I think we were just our own best hype man. Yeah. Because like, it was just us seven, us seven guys were facing yeah. um, their team and they had like 12 people. Oh. So when they were subbing people off, they were like, yo, we don't even need subs. Let's go. Like, oh. bring it on. This is like, this is like 300. <laughs> yeah, like... <Or> seven. <laughs> like, I, to be honest, we're probably, we're probably like on our wits end. Like, we're like tired as... Then um, just little stuff like that. Yeah, I think, I think as well as like playing against younger teams as well, where the mental isn't that strong. Like, yeah. you can see that things like just physically tilt them a little bit more or yeah. like they get oh. flustered over things. Bro, on that note of like you're you're yeah. playing with fewer people, yeah. straight up, I I I one hundred percent feel like in non-professional settings, which is what we're playing yeah. in, playing yeah. with fewer people, just gets you playing better as a teammate. Right. Typically, my best games and like our team's best games is when we play with like five or six people. Right. Because then you get to like the, you get to build rhythm with each other, and you never have right, to right. feel like oh when am I gonna get subbed off. Oh, who's gonna sub me off? Yeah, that's true. Oh, when should I sub back in? Oh, like yeah, I better take my like. You get to just like feel each other out, and then yeah, you don't need to worry about making mistakes because no one's gonna be like ah oh. yeah. yeah. So yeah. anyway, that's just a side. I think oh well, that's why that's what I think. I think when I I think it's a double edged sword because when when they're subbing people on, like they're yeah. coming in like kind of cold, and yeah. it was already yeah. like an intense game. So we're yeah. like yeah, I mean we just pushed it to our, yeah. Our as long as you got your but, fitness for it, I reckon like you don't need yeah. subs, bro. I'm, yeah. <laughs> 
bro, there was one league that I used to, I played in um, back in the day where we basically played the whole season of four guys. What the heck? <laughs> what do you mean? Wait, who's the first in? Like a people like just a kept no, no, no. Like we had like a team of seven or eight, but then for whatever reason, different people just couldn't show up every week. Okay. Yeah. So then it's just. Oh, so you had a core team of four, and then and then you just have one person come in. No, we just played with four guys oh, against five people. Yeah. What? And then we were just winning all the Wait, time. Don't you get don't you get disqualified like, oh, for that kind of stuff? No, nah, no. Nah, basketball, you can play with minimum three. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine playing two, two to... versus five. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty brutal. Yeah, but it was pretty brutal because because it's not like a like there there were some like better teams, but some like more average teams. And then we had this right. like seven or like a six foot eleven dude who would just like, put the in heck? the middle and like stop layups. Right. And then we just right. identify like the weakest shooter on the other team. And then I just be like, yo, let's, let's... like he can't shoot. We don't need a guard him. <laughs> oh my goodness. See, like if that guy was doing this podcast, I feel like that would be a pretty rough experience for him. Like imagine getting on right. and then someone's yelling at you. Oh, <laughs> I can't yeah. shoot. Yeah. And they don't guard you. <laughs> And then, well, and then in your mind, you know that you can't really shoot. So you're like, crap, what do I do? <laughs> oh, crap. Well, you try to create space for your teammate then because they've only got, they've got one player down. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's like, true. surely you can, like, you can contribute in some way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think another thing, I think one thing that sports presents quite well is, like, adversity. Yeah. Um, and how you respond to that. So, like, obviously for someone mm, that that's good. may have a weaker mental, it's like, yeah, they're going to crumble under pressure. Yeah. Um, because it's like, it's like, oh, crap, like, I need to get my serve in. Um, you know, like, this is, my, the match is on the line. Like, yeah, yeah, that's perfectly normal. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's opportunities that sports presents to you, like those. Yeah. That let true. you actually rise up to the occasion. And yeah. it's like. Like, it's used to operating like knowing, under pressure. Yeah, yeah. Because basically that was like one of my highlights was I was facing like I needed to be good for my team. Yeah. And like I could have, I get so one one common thing is if you get blocked once or twice. Yeah. Like a player would just start like doing tips or like doing a little like push over the block. Yeah. But like during that tournament, like everyone's just like, like I was just watching other, other people, like, they just swing with no abandon. Yeah. And it felt kind of dumb because then you're just going to swing it into the block and then you're just going to get blocked, right? Yeah. But then there's there's those moments where you just swing it and then like it it bounces it ricochets off their forearm and it goes out yeah and then like things like that happen and it's just yeah like just moments like that when you just rise up like you face this challenge you rise up to it and then like yeah you may try again and if you try again and like you feel good to keep trying again mm. or you like even like succeed over it and then you just feel like an even stronger player mm. because of that moment. Bro, I think that's actually like I think you nailed that's like one of the biggest benefits of sport is you get to level up your mental toughness and like yeah. how to face adversity under pressure in like yeah. a non-threatening environment. Mm. You know, it's not like you have your work, your job, or money on the line. You're not dealing yeah. with like family affairs. It's just a game. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. it's like serious. So it's kind of more than a game. Like there's legit pressure. Yeah. So yeah. then that's like the perfect training ground for you to actually yeah. put mental toughness for like everyday life as well. Yeah. I, I don't know if I was just like feeling happy that I can play volleyball like in the finals, but you know, those players, they were just heading over us and like heading over some of the blocks 
yeah. and it's like like at one point like you just like have to accept the fact that you can't really like do much about like those the kind talent. of spikes but yeah. um i mean you try to put yourself in a position where you can try to pick it up but yeah i was just like even though i got blocked a couple of times i was just like yo like i'm I'm still keen to like keep swinging and still keen to like keep playing yeah yeah so anyways the point i was actually going to get to which was the, like the sense of camaraderie as well right. so you've got this pressure environment you know you're facing up you're like you're stepping up to these challenges but also the feeling of your teammates like helping you out setting you up for the best possible situations and decisions yeah. yeah like it's just like so i don't know man just i can feel happy about my own highlights but when my my teammates like do really well as well it's like oh my it's just i just get even more hype for them yeah but yeah, yeah um, well, 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 sport you wouldn't even high yeah. five people away eh? like i probably high five like millions of times <laughs> in my life eh? <laughs> I mean that's that's pretty true. Like high five, like, and you just feel the chemistry build of every high five. Yeah, like one of the things is um when you play mixed, like it's very common for the guys to not block girls because because right. the guy can reach over the net, so a girl yeah. can just like hit it into your arm and hit, yeah. like hit it out. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, it's not disrespectful, but one guy didn't decide to not block one of my like girl teammates, and yeah. then she hit it deep and it yeah. went in, and then I was like, oh my, you're a freaking beast, let's go. <laughs> i don't know just what the heck so good i don't know i don't know it's just i'm just freaking hyped i'm just freaking hyped for my teammate yeah but the camaraderie is yeah that's pretty big when things are gelling well and even like just the yeah, sense I, of I like tackling on a challenge together yeah like i think like i don't even know if like you can face many situations like that outside of sport you know like in a work environment like yeah you're facing a challenge together um but you're not really doing group assignment yeah. yeah but yeah you're not like it doesn't have that same level of yeah um like you're there for each other because work is still kind of work most yeah. of the time whereas i feel yeah. like teammates you just come a lot closer yeah like in, in sport when you have like a or in basketball when you have like a big man backing you up and yeah. then like if your guy gets past you and then your yeah. big man comes and just like swats him out of the oh, way just swats it, yo. and then and then it's just like oh you just feel like you've got like a guy supporting you from behind <laughs> or like <laughs> and then does he say not on my court oh my yeah. <laughs> give the finger wave they're competitive, <laughs> they're competitive. <laughs> yeah yeah or just like oh my yeah like just some of the like most hot moments when you see like a teammate go out <laughs> grab a rebound and like put it back like say you miss a shot and yeah. then like your teammate comes and gets the rebound and like puts it back in yeah and then you just like both yell it's just like oh let's go <laughs> <laughs> we're just kidding we're so tired but then we're just getting hyped off these like remembering our old moments yeah or like oh bro and then like, even just the tr- oh this is one thing actually is um okay. like the trust element because in a team sport right. so right. so one thing about basketball is um i forgot who put it this way but there's this whole social responsibility element to it right um i swear we've talked about this on some podcast before yeah we have we have what which one was that on um i can't remember but you were talking about how when you take a shot you're taking the responsibility for a team that you're making the best shot yeah yeah team. yeah 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 yeah. so that's it right and then if you pass it you know <coughs> you, you're trying to pass it to generate a better shot than a shot that you could have yeah. taken when you had the ball so yeah. every time you make a decision that's like i guess what's on the line so yeah. then when a teammate passes you the ball to shoot a shot it's yep. like you can feel the trust that comes with that pass. Yep. And then like, especially if you make it or if I pass it out to 
like a shooter and then he catches it and makes it. Yep. Like, yeah, you, you just don't get that feeling anywhere else in life. Eh? Yeah. The feeling of like teamwork and then like the trust and then following through and then, oh. Yeah, like the delivery. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it feels good. Um, oh. maybe, maybe, one, maybe one last like positive. I feel like we've just jumped around, but I guess that's all good. We just a conversation. <laughs> we just a conversation yeah. here on the Chair. Um, <laughs> a, a positive that probably like this is probably the biggest one, honestly. Like beyond all the winning, beyond all the competitive stuff, is it is probably like the best platform that really crosses. Like for me, it's basketball, but it can really be for anything. Like it crosses, yeah. Like genders, like friends, families, whether you're playing a sport or watching it. Yeah. Um, it's just this thing that bonds people together. Yeah. Like for basketball, definitely. it's actually crazy. Like, you know, my cousins in Hong Kong, it bond it bonds us through that. Like me and my brother, you know, we've talked about the 2K battles we've had, how yeah, a lot of our conversation and our relationship. And like growing up, mm. we played basketball together. And even when he stopped playing, you know, we can watch basketball mm. together. All my mates at church, you know, like that's still our main form of competing against each other. We play fantasy basketball um we talk about basketball it's just this biggest it's just like this platform that yeah. allows for social connections to build. Mm. um yeah. and like right now like me and joe are playing tennis together and then it's just like yeah it's another mm. sport that allows me and my wife to like learn something new together and have yeah. a physical like activity to do together yeah it's just like there's just so many like positive like relational aspects to it yeah and it's almost like um yeah. It's almost like music where like you know how like music transcends like languages and stuff like language barriers yeah like i feel like sports is like within that realm as well yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean I, i'm like i think i've talked about it before in my trap in the traveling episode but that's why yeah. i like really love like i love playing basketball when i go overseas like even right. if i can't speak the same language as them it's like you just play yeah. and then you're speaking the same language you dunk it on them Oh my! Uh, yeah, <laughs> you dunk on that barefoot in the Philippines. What the heck? Nah, I don't I'll know. Be, I, I'll be scared to play, play in the Philippines. Eh? Filipinos play like a tough brand of basketball, man. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, because because Filipinos typically are like not that big, like not that tall. So I think right. like and and the right thing for them as they learn to play is that they they slap a lot instead of trying to block people. So they do a lot okay. of like very hard slaps to try steal the ball while the ball's still low instead of jumping to block right. people. Right. But then because of that, like if they don't slap the ball, they slap your hand slap or your you. arm. And it's like they have like right. iron hands. So then playing the <laughs> Filipino team. Playing iron the, hands even. Playing the Filipino team sometimes in my league, man. Like, like I better grab that ball freaking hard. Otherwise, like <laughs> yeah, and, then, and then I always come away with like red marks on my arms. <laughs> <laughs> I only brought up the Filipino part because um, so I, I remember watching this video. Okay, no, no, this is unrelated. But I was watching a video about how they don't have any ankle injuries because they play barefoot. Oh yeah. And then it was basically just a video about barefoot and like modern basketball shoes. Right, right, right. And right, like right. that kind of stuff. Yeah, but man, Filipinos, like they love their basketball. Eh? Yeah. And like the and then the freaking. Girls I mean, they are. also love volleyball. So they just maybe they're just the smartest. The smartest race because I picked the best oh. two sports. Oh my no. <laughs> oh. Any final thoughts? I don't know. I just feel like there's so much to talk about that 
I feel like we've only just tip, like I don't, hit the tip of the iceberg. Oh, okay, well, what's the, what's our takeaway? I guess like maybe our takeaway is if you didn't grow up playing a sport, like I would recommend you just picking one up and just seeing how that goes. Because honestly, like even I think I think Elam's example was like perfect because as we shared before like our hype moments our favorite memories like they're all very personal to us yeah and they're all very contextualized with our current growth and where we're at in that in that sport yeah so even if you like you don't need to be competing at elam's level to experience the high highs and like the lows that yeah that we felt a hundred percent yeah yeah because it's all relative um, yeah like and i think as well with picking up a new sport is like there's even more like even bigger highlights because you pick when you pick up a sport there's so many more level ups at the beginning yeah it's like oh man i can really return a tennis ball now like and i can like choose where i want to aim it Ooh. and then well, like, when you when get you to hit, a certain when you had a good line, serve bro oh that feeling yeah <laughs> it's like yeah i'm like experiencing like you know when i consistently switched threes for the first time yeah yeah i'm like experiencing that again by like trying to nail tennis serves oh that's yeah. good man anyway yeah and i would say like if if you if you're listening to this and you've ever had the thought of like oh no nah, like i'm too old to play sport now like now nah, yeah. if i was gonna learn a sport i should have done it when i was like younger or like nah yeah. i'm just not good at sports or yeah. like um nah like why play if i'm not gonna be any good anyway yeah it's like really not like it's so not about that it's yeah. just there are things like it's just their experiences, like the highs and the lows that, yeah, I think are really worth experiencing. Yeah. And yeah. How I put it is um, like with the, with the mixed um, volleyball, like there were a lot of social teams that joined. Yeah. And like, it was awesome to see them just enjoying the sport that I like, cause we, we ended up playing one of them and it was just awesome to see them enjoy the same sport that I enjoy. Like, yeah like obviously we turned it down like to play with them and um just to have like some good rallies going yeah and just seeing them enjoy it i don't know just made me like happy to like play with them yeah i don't know what my point is <laughs> i guess the point is our takeaway point is at the end of the day sports are just nicely made games like they're very nicely made games which is why they become like an official sport yep. and it's one of the best ways to just have fun like in a physical yeah. way to exercise while having fun because it's a yeah. nicely made game and yeah just and there's social aspects to it yeah you can meet new people if you're into that or you can just play with friends and just have a good time together yeah hitting a and, ball around. and it can be like there can be struggles that come with it but just come talk to us or just work through those struggles and like you'll be better off for it as a person because yeah. then you you would have overcame these difficulties in a low stake environment exactly boom all right boom all right make sure you guys follow us on leonchad.podcast we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode um we had a lot of fun recording it um we hyped up ourselves thinking about our own <laughs> memories now i'm pretty hyped now like i'm tired i was bro. more tired <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> i was pretty tired at the start i'm like i'm like ready to watch my game again oh my. my teammate my teammate recorded all our games on his gopro so i'm like oh let's go <laughs> oh my <laughs> oh yeah. yeah i guess one what one risk is though is um 
when you play more sport, you do risk injuring yourself more. Probably should put that out there, but yeah. Worth. We talked about like like I spent like ninety percent of it talking about positives and like two percent on like the downside. No, I feel like we actually spent oh, like the no, first okay. we spent like the first half an hour talking no, about no, like yeah. struggles. Yeah. Anyway, GG, good episode. Hope you guys um have a good sleep, have a good week, and play some good sport. And we'll catch you in the next one. See you. Oh, oh my.